Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. I'm Jonathan Friedman, and joining us in the studio is our age reporter and special guest with the Mark Z moment. It's Mark Z of Mark Z Legal Staffing. Mark, good to see you. John, great to see you. Great to be here. Always a pleasure. You're going to bring us something topical for uh, for people to think about. What's that today? Well, I thought we would talk about um, the use of virtual platforms post returning to the office. And when I say returning to the office, as you know, John, I think it's um, 85 to 90% of um, people right now outside of retail and um, um, restaurants and um, um, retail related industries are working from home. And a small segment of the population is going into work, but not full time. So it's a huge industry too, as as um, companies assess um, what they want to do. And one of the areas are, how are we going to use virtual technology? Well, and is it here to stay? And the answer is yes. Um, Zoom um, and um, go to meeting and join me and- um, HD meeting and all the platforms. And, so and, um, and right, go to meeting and Cisco. Those are all platforms that will continue and they will continue to be used in different ways. And um, that's something that um, firms are saying, um, we're not gonna get rid of it. How are, how are they gonna use them? And what way are they gonna use them? So um, the answer is like you and I were talking about, you had a great um, um, example before we um, had this talk was that you had a client that um, everybody was on their site and they joined a, um, a Zoom call with you who was working on Zoom. And, and that's what a lot of employers are thinking for meetings. Um, and then not only that, um, networking um, in terms of presentations to organizations that are farther away. Um, organizations, law firms and companies are saying, we can use these virtual platforms now for these basic meetings where we would normally have traveled courts are gonna be using, uh, continue to use um, the virtual platforms for maybe mediation, maybe um, introductory motions. So what that's gonna do is it's gonna save time in terms of pushing cases out. It's gonna save time in terms of the bills for clients, and it's gonna make, make things more efficient for attorneys. Um, so, so it's interesting because there's a certain efficiency to it, um, yet you lose that personal touch, you lose that ability. Um, I, I talked to an attorney last week who said you sort of lose the ability to get the full body uh, language, um, you know, a number of the variables. So it's fascinating in terms of, uh, of companies and, and firms looking at it as a sort of hybrid model, if you will. Um, but, but I wonder, uh, you know, certainly efficiency and time and, and cost, uh, you know, if you don't have to spend an hour driving to a venue and you can jump on and jump off and jump to the next thing. Um, but are we going to see a, a loss in terms of uh, connectedness within those organizations and the culture? So there's a trade-off to anything, of course. Well, I think, it, I think the, the whole um, idea is to take this new way of thinking and integrate it with your, um, with your past way of thinking that worked out well. So for example, one of the things, as you know, I mean, when you and I've had meetings in person before, you know, I could see your body language, but you know, they talk about gaze on the, um, 
and, and um, attention in terms of meetings. In terms of uh, virtual meetings, I think they're talking about 30 to, after 30 to 40 minutes, you lose um, the attention of the person. Uh, yeah. People are also, what are people doing while they're talking to you? In other meetings, as you know, in in-person meetings, we always had people that were doing certain things, particularly people you and I know very well, but that's another story. The point of it is, is, is you want to make sure you use the virtual platform more effectively now that you have the live platform. So it really, give, it really gives you the ability to multi. It really gives you the ability to multitask. Because you know, I could be type, typing away and doing all types of things. I don't have to be looking at you. But it, correct, it, you raise an interesting point. So one of the things um, that that I, I think. I see people still struggling with in the context of a Zoom is where am I looking? Am I looking at you? Am I looking at the camera? Am I looking? You think companies are going to get more savvy, if you will, at, at creating guidelines and practices around the use of uh, platform technology for, for meetings and interactions? Because it seems to me over the course of the last year, 15 months, it's it's been a little bit of trial and error, the wild, wild west. Everybody does their own thing. Um, you know, even something as simple as virtual backgrounds, you know, do we want company branding? Do we not want company branding? Do we use it for internal meetings? Do we use it for external meetings? It seems to me that, uh, that there seem that there has not been anybody who that I've encountered who's come up and said, Hey, we need a standard here. <laughs> are you, are you starting to see firms talk about, we need standards, you know, whether it's how many days in the office, what types of meetings can be held virtually. Are you, are you starting to see companies talk about that? Yes. Um, Companies, law firms, and all organizations are starting to develop a plan because now there's the end in sight or toward some kind of new normal that combines everything. Now that um, we're, um, I think the target is April 19th, where everybody can now have a vaccine. So that's, that's all a component for long range planning and strategic planning. So first of all, the, um, the firms, the organizations, and the companies are developing committees to assess it. Maybe it's an informal committee or talking amongst employees through surveys or literally strategically bringing consultants to say, here's what you should do um, virtual meetings for. Here's what the rules should be in a virtual meeting, um, aka remote meeting, and here's what should be done in person. And then guidelines um, in terms of making it effective. What's interesting, I was reading a, um, an article that was put out by the Association of Legal Administrators that was a Harvard uh, law article. I mean, not, not a Harvard law, but was on the, I think the Harvard Review. And um, they talked about even the 30 to 40 minutes when, when things continue to go in the virtual meetings, have somebody, one of the things is, that's been talked about and you've been on these meetings like me, people dominate the conversation. Um, people don't get a chance to talk and people go on and on unfiltered. And so they talk about a court jester, so to speak, like they used to use with court jesters in the medieval times when um, court jesters are obviously very, very funny, good sense of humor. But the other, um, the other role that court jesters have that people don't know is they were able to nudge things in a fun way. So if somebody was talking too much, you know, nudge Stop them. Your blabber. Right? Right, like like too much or whatever, and make it fun to not hurt the um, hurt the person's feelings or or have this negative reaction, but at the same time push them on. So they talk about, for example, um, on on a virtual platform, start 
putting little emojis up, like, um, you know, to get to everybody. So that person would get the message in a nice way, but something to police in, in appointing somebody um, who's on, on the, um, um, on the virtual platform that might enjoy and get a kick out of it. And actually they talk about how this person could be somebody who normally tunes out and now they'll tune in more because they've got a role. They have but, a role and responsibility. No, it's interesting right. that you say that because I think there's a lot of cases um, where, you know, you change the platform yet the, the objective is the same and suddenly, you know, all decorum and all rules go out the window. Um, you know, if your organization uses, like, for example, Robert's Rules of Order, um, why would you change that? Because it's a virtual platform. You know, it's, it, the same, same practices should, should be employed. But I think, uh, you know, as we've gotten into whatever this new normal is, I think people are like, well, you know, we're reinventing. Um, and there's not necessarily the need to reinvent in a lot of ways. If you had good, effective meetings before, you can do those same types of things, uh, uh, you know, virtually. Um, you know, I'm fascinated by, you know, the courts and things of that nature. I've heard from, you know, various attorneys that they find, you know, obviously very efficient because things tend to be locked into times versus uh, historically in a lot of matters. If you're on a docket, you know, you're there at two o'clock and you can sit there for three hours until your case is heard. Um, whereas now they give you a 15 minute window and you better be there um, type of thing. So I think, you know, it's driving efficiency in some realms. Um, but I think the real challenge is, is how companies use it and, and communicating. A uh, big part of communicating. I've been in a couple of situations where there've been um, uh, live meetings, face-to-face -face meetings, and two or three of the participants in a large group didn't show up because they thought it was virtual. And so, you know, they, they're sort of, you know, wow, I didn't know we were meeting in person. Um, so, you know, you get in situations like that where communication is key and making sure that the whole team is on the same page. Correct. Communication is key, John. You have to set rules. You have to, now that you're right, now that we've had um, a year of what's tried and true and, and, um, and seeing what's effective, what's not effective and um, uh, what's efficient. There's nothing like in-person meetings, but in-person meetings come at a cost and it's a cost balance. If it's something that's really, really important, then that should be dressed in person. And it, it's, it's just like the difference between texting and having a conversation. You can text about laundry lists or setting up meetings or setting up a phone call, but there's nothing like an in-person conversation. Now, unfortunately, during the last year, a lot of in-person in conversations have had to be by Zoom. And in the interviewing, as we've talked about, in the interviewing world, that the Zooms have, um, the Zoom, the other GoToMeeting, the other virtual platforms, those have been used effectively. I'll tell you what's interesting. I was at a Boston Bar Association event recently. They had, um, speed networking for employment. And then they had virtual tables that people would be at. It's really interesting what technology does. Technology does a lot of wonderful things, but when you come to in-person, there's some things that should be in-person and there's some things that should be um, done remote, remotely, virtually for efficiency's sake. Absolutely. And it's interesting uh, that you note, um, I've noticed uh, a, a, an uptick um, in uh, advertising, television advertising in particular, from a number of these uh, platform providers. I hadn't seen a Cisco commercial in a long time. Uh, I've seen some recently, you know, for example, talking about their um, uh, virtual platforms, etc. So I think we're, it's here to stay. Um, and uh, companies better get it right. Organizations better get it right. 
Mark Z always bringing us topical information and uh, interesting stuff. Our, our reporter from the field. Why don't you tell people how to get in touch with you, Mark, if they want to talk further? Thanks, John. Well, first of all, just Google Mark Z, M-A-R-C, and the letter Z and will come up. Or markzlegal.com, M-A-R-C-Z-L-E-G-A-L.com, or 617-338-1300. I was going to say, you're probably up there in the Google rankings with Gonzaga. Where is G and Gonzaga comes up? But just like Mark Z, you know, type in the Z and there you are. <laughs> well, we try. We're doing our best. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, this has been a Mark Z moment on Radio Entrepreneurs, and we'll be right back with another segment on Radio Entrepreneurs.